Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I love every single time that I get to share God's Word and I, and I love especially being able to reveal God's heart and his truth, especially as it relates to healing. Today, I, I wanna share what's on my heart. And I wanna start by saying, Jesus was born to die. So December 25th is the official day many of us celebrate and we spend time with our fam family and friends to celebrate the birth of Jesus. During this celebration, hopefully you will take time to reflect on the fact that Jesus was actually born to die. I don't think many of us think like that. I, I don't think when we, you know, when we're celebrating or we're having holidays or I don't think many of us uh, think about, you know, why did Jesus really come? You know, what was his purpose in coming to earth? His purpose was he was born so that he could die. And I kind of want to go into, that's what I want to teach on today and want to share with you some of the revelation that God gave me. Um, you know, whether, you know, many times we either see Jesus as that little baby in the manger in that cute little nativity scene that we see it, we, that during the Christmas celebrations, or we see Jesus hanging on the cross and the stripes that he took for our sin. The main point of Christmas is not the actual birth of Jesus, but it's the reason why he came. Jesus came to pay the price for our sin, and in doing so, he also paid the price for our sickness, our pain, our disability, or anything that we've been struggling with. Anything that has been, you know, it could be guilt, it could be shame, it could be anxiety, Jesus came, he was born to die, to set us free from those bondages. He, he was born so that he could die on that cross. And that dying on that cross is such a significance in even at his birth. See, God needed a way to reveal himself to us. He needed a way to teach us and to share with us his true nature. He wanted to reveal himself to us. And he did try that. I think he tried, you know, tried many times to do that. And we just never, you know, when I say we, the big way, you know, human, humans did not process that. You know, the best way to find out someone's true nature, their characteristics, or who someone truly is, is to get to know that person. It's to spend time with them. It's to let them reveal their heart and you reveal your heart to them. And that's what God does, right? God does that through his word. Through his word, he shows us who he truly is. So to find out who God really is, we need to start at the beginning, right? I can hear Julie Andrews' song, you know, if, if any of you are familiar with The Sound of Music, what does she say? She sings a song, let's start at the very beginning. And that's what I feel 
I, you know, when I say, when I always say in the beginning, I always, I always can hear Julie Andrews singing, let's start at the very beginning. So I want to start at the very beginning and I want to start with Adam and Eve. You know, Adam and Eve was in a relationship with God. It says they walked with him, they talked with him, and they spent time with him. I mean, that's amazing, right? I don't think many of us can fully appreciate what the Garden of Eden was like back in that day and how God just spent time with them. And that's what he wanted. He created us to have a relationship with him. And, they, you know, so I think we can see that in the Bible in, in many other examples. We can see Abraham. Abraham talked with God. Moses talked and walked with God. David, right? All of these, uh, you know, men and women from the Old Testament days, they had a relationship with God. And that's what he wants with each one of us. You know, a lot of times in the Old Testament, God had a, had a relationship with his people, but he had them through somebody, right? He had it through the prophets, or he had a relationship, you know, with his people, but you had to go through the prophets. Well, we have that access right now. We have that ability to have a personal relationship with the Lord right now. See, that was the purpose in God creating us. Each one of us was created so that God could have a relationship with us. He wanted a personal, intimate relationship. That's amazing to me. That God, my father, God, my creator, God, my Lord, wants to have a personal relationship with me. And he wants the same for you as well. See, I love I love going into the Old Testament. I, I mean, as much as I love the New Testament, I love the Old Testament. I love history. And I love to see how things started. You know, how, how, did, how did this all begin? You know, I mean, we were born, what, maybe 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago. Maybe more. <laughs> um, we, but what, but it didn't, our, our lives didn't begin at that moment, right? Our lives have a history to it, you know? So I love going into the Old Testament and I love to be able to find revelation about, you know, who God is, as well as how do we live our lives today. In Micah 6, 8, it says, He has shown you, oh man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? So this is telling us, this is giving us scripture to say, what is the what what does the Lord require of us to do? It says to um, to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. In other words, in the in the New Living Translation, it said, you know, it, it literally says, "What is God requiring of you?" He's requiring to walk with Him, and to walk humbly with Him. He wants us to he he wants to walk with us. He wants to be with us in every single everything we do. You know, every, every experience we have, he wants to be with us. And that's why he sent Jesus to be born and to die. So we have that access. So we have that ability to do that with him. You know, in order to have a good, healthy relationship with somebody, we need to understand that person. And we need time to, be, to spend with them. You know, I mean, like a husband and wife, they can't just, you know, pass in the hallway or, you know, how did, how did they become husband and wife? Well, they spent time together. They dated, they courted, right? They spent time together to get to know each other, to see if that relationship, you know, will work. And if that is a union with God, well, it's the same way with our heavenly father. He wants to spend time with us. He wants us to get to know him 
And he already kind of knows us. <laughs> he knows how we think, how we act, and how we're going to behave. But we need to be able to spend time with him so that we get to know him, so we get an understanding of who he is. And how do we do that? We do that through the word of God. We, we read God, God's Bible. God gave us the instruction book, right? This instruction book. This is everything we need to know who he is and how he operates and how he wants us to operate. See, we need to understand God's nature and his character by spending this time with him. See, I think God tried really hard to reveal himself to each one of us. He tried to show us his nature through first the prophets and then the king and then kings in the Old Testament. In the very beginning, he, kept, he, he sent prophets. Moses was a prophet, Isaiah, Samuel, Jeremiah. They were all prophets. And, and God, you know, would speak through them to us. And what did we do? I mean, we, the big people, right? The, the whole human race. They, they killed the prophets. I mean, how many prophets were killed by someone because they didn't want to listen to what the prophet was trying to reveal? I mean, I love in Isaiah. Isaiah, you know, prophesied Jesus' coming and his death. 400 years before he came on the, you know, came on the scene, came on, came to earth. I mean, that's just amazing to me, right? So first God sent the prophets and then the people wanted a king. So then God, you know, God sent kings and what, and you know, the, the Old Testament is full of stories about a king coming to, to reign and was killed. You know, um, and many times, you know, they killed each other, you know, each, you know, brother against brother and brother against father and um, one neighbor against that neighbor, you know, so, so they killed the prophets. So I really believe, you know, God tried, tried through the prophets, through the kings, and then finally said, I've got to come myself. And that's why Jesus was born. And that's why Jesus came and he was born to die. And that's why we, you know, we celebrate Christmas and we celebrate Easter. We celebrate those milestones where Jesus came. And, but God finally said, I need to reveal myself to my children. And I need to re reveal through a, through a man, through a human. And that's why Jesus came. You know, the Old Testament is full of revelation about a loving and faithful God. But for some reason, so many people don't see God that way. You know, they only see the destruction or they only see, you know, the, 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 the unfortunate things that maybe took place. But they don't see, you know, like I love to read the, the, read the Old Testament and the New Testament and find where, where God is, where Jesus is, you know, in those, in, in those stories. See, God always wanted to have a relationship with each one of us. He wanted to be able to pour out his blessings. He wanted to, um, to he, there's so many scriptures in the Bible where it talks about blessings. And what people don't realize is those blessings also include healing. Jesus came to heal, to, to deliver us, to give us healing. He came so that we did not have to live with sickness or bondage. Jesus was born to provide us with a perfect image of God our Father. Jesus was born to provide us, to show us God's will for our lives, to show us God's true heart. 
while Jesus walked here on earth, he showed us how to live a godly life. He taught us the truth. He fulfilled the law of, that was given to Moses through the Ten Commandments. He brought us the peace of God and he ministered to those that were in need. He ministered to those that were lacking. He ministered to those who were sick. See, Jesus never refused anyone healing. The Bible is full of scriptures that said all who come to him were healed. All who came to Jesus were healed. He never denied anybody. While all of these, um, these reasons are amazing, the main reason Jesus came to earth was to die for each one of us. See, we needed a savior. We needed a redeemer. Because of man, mankind's sin through Adam and Eve in the garden. I think we all know that story, right? And we always blame Adam and Eve. But that's how sin entered the earth. That's how sin entered this world. I think if any one of us was in the same situation, we probably would have fallen just like Adam and Eve did. And if we did, we and, and because Adam and Eve did, if it wasn't because of Jesus' birth and death, we would have been eternally lost. We would have been separated from God if Jesus had not come, if Jesus had not been born to die. He became our substitute. So during this Christmas season, as we read and hear the Christmas story in Luke 2, I mean, how many of us go to church and you're, uh, everybody's always reading the Christmas story and they're always reading um, you know, from Luke 2. I want you to reflect on Jesus's birth. That was so important to, and the reason why it was so important to mankind. You know, Matthew 121 says, and she will bring forth a son and you shall call his name Jesus and he will save his people from their sins. See, the angel Gabriel came to Joseph, Jesus's father, his earthly father. And he told him the reason why Jesus was going to be born by giving, by telling Joseph what to name this baby, what to name, he gave the name. Gabriel gave Joseph the name to call him Jesus. See, the reason why this baby was born was to save God's children from their sins. So this particular scripture tells us the baby would be called Jesus or Yeshua. Yeshua is in, in from the Hebrew translation. Um, and what that means, Yeshua means salvation, and it also means to save. That Greek word, save, is sozo. And I know I've referenced it in previous teaching. Sozo means to save, to keep safe, to keep safe and sound, to rescue from danger or destruction, to save a suffering one from perishing, one suffering from a disease to make them well, to heal and restore them to health. So if you think about it, that's Jesus's name. Jesus's name means healing in my book, right? His whole name, the reason why he came, the reason why he was born was to save, to heal, to rescue, and to save us. God's, God gave Jesus a name that shows us not only God's nature, 
but why Jesus left heaven to come to earth to be born and to ultimately to die so that we did not have to live with sickness, pain, disease, poverty, destruction. We don't have to live with anxiety. I mean, any anything, any words you can put in there. Jesus came so we don't have to live with that. Jesus' name is so powerful and it can set you free from whatever you're struggling with. Whatever you're dealing with right now, it's the name of Jesus. Healing, deliverance, it's in his name. It's in his name, Jesus or Yeshua. You know, for the Jewish people, names were so important what they named somebody. And, and you, you see many times God changed names. He changed Abraham, Abram to Abraham. He changed Jacob to Israel. He changed Peter to the rock, right? There's many times Jesus changed someone's name or God changed someone's name to give them a different identity, right? So names are so important. So the fact that Gabriel, the angel, gave Joseph what to call Jesus. I think that's significant. His name is significant. This newborn baby was born and it, and it helps to explain why Jesus came. We can see why he came by, by just through his name. Jesus came to rescue us from sin and from death. He came to deliver us from sickness, from pain, from sorrow, from grief, from a disease, from guilt, from shame, from anxiety. If you're struggling in anything, any name disease, if you're struggling with anything, Jesus came so that to set you free from that. See, all of that entered the world. Everything that I just listed out, all of that entered the world through Adam and Eve from the beginning. And Jesus came specifically to set us free. See, when we understand that Jesus was born to die, we can look at the prophet Isaiah and what he reveals in, in, in Isaiah 53. That's like one of my favorite, um, favorite scriptures because I feel like Isaiah 53 gives us um, a beginning to end from Jesus' birth, why he came and why he died. I mean, I think I mentioned this earlier, right? Isaiah prophesied this. Isaiah wrote 53, Isaiah 53, 400 years before Jesus even, even comes onto the scene. I mean, I think it's fascinating. Like even um, in Isaiah 53, it talks about how Jesus was going to be crucified. Crucifixion didn't even exist in Isaiah's day. I mean, that didn't come into an existence until the Roman, Roman era, the Roman Empire. So the fact that we can read those scriptures, we can read Isaiah 53 and see how Isaiah is foretelling about Jesus. So, so we know that through Isaiah, and I'm going to go through that in a minute, I want to actually walk through Isaiah 53, but it's to set us free from sickness so that we can live healed and whole. So when we see the Christmas nativity scene and we see that sweet baby lying in the manger, I want you to also see the cross and the stripes on Jesus's back. 
so that he was born to die. I, I can't um, separate the two. You know, <clears throat> I love putting up the nativity scene. I have, um, I have a precious moment nativity scene that my brother gave me when I was a teenager. And I love putting that up. I love, you know, the representation of Mary and Joseph and the little baby and the, the little, um, the, you know, wise men and the, uh, I think what else do I have? I have little sheep. I love putting that up. But when I put it up, I also know that Jesus doesn't remain that little baby in the manger, that Jesus was born to die and he was born to set us free. His whole birth was such a miracle but it, 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 it was born with a significance, you know, and I feel like, you know, many of us don't realize we were all born with a significant, there was a reason why each one of us was born. And I think it's so important as we spend time with God to get to understand and not only learn about, you know, why Jesus came, but why were we born? You know, what was the significance of our birth? You know, Jesus had a purpose, but each one of us have a purpose as well. So I want, you know, as we're looking at that Christmas nativity scene, I want you to also see the stripes that Jesus would eventually 33 years later take on his back for each one of us. I want you to see if you have pain or sickness or a disease or something that you're dealing with. I want you to see that nailed to the cross when Jesus, when Jesus went to that cross because those 39 stripes on his back, you know, someone had told me that they had done some investigation and the significance of 39 was that every disease or disability or sickness can, the root cause can be narrowed down into 39, I guess, bases or roots. So I, I thought, wow, that, that, if that's really true, I don't know how we could, you know, I guess we could research that out, but how amazing that would be, right? That the significance of the, of the 39 numbers or the significance of diseases to come. So Isaiah 53 shows us what is to come um, from Jesus. And, and I love Isaiah 53, and, and of course you have to read 1 Peter 2.24 as well. So I wanna read, I wanna read both of those scriptures because Isaiah 53, as I mentioned, is, is, is Isaiah prophesying what's to come 400 years down the road. And, in Pete, and Peter, because Peter, remember, walked with Jesus. So 1 Peter 2.24, shows us an account that, G that Peter is saying, all right, guys, I was there. I saw those 39 stripes. I saw Jesus nailed to the cross. And I'm telling you that when he did that, he, those stripes were for your healing. So I think it's so, I love these two scriptures put together. So let's, let's look at the two scriptures. Isaiah 53, five said, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our inequities. The chastise, chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. We are healed. Words are so important. First Peter 2.24 says, Who himself bore our sins in his own body on that tree, and the tree is a representation of the cross, that we are having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. Peter's telling us he was there. He saw this. He, he saw what Jesus went through. He's telling us it's a done deal. 
Remember what he, if Peter is saying, remember what Isaiah prophesied? Remember what Isaiah said was going to happen? It happened. I saw it. It is a done deal. That's what we have to believe. We have to stand on the other side of the cross. We have to recognize and say, it's, it is finished. What was the last words that Jesus said? It is finished. Sickness, it is finished. Disease, it is finished. Bondage, anything, it is finished. It's a done deal. As, as Peter said, you were healed. You were healed at that cross so that you do not have to live with that today. So I wanna take a look at some key words. If any of you have been watching my other teachings, I'm, I'm really about words. Um, you know, words are so important. Why we say those words, what are those words? So let's look again at Isaiah, Isaiah 53, five. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our inequities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, you, we are healed. The word wounded means defiled, polluted, desecrated, to pierce, to slain. Transgression means, transgression is, is, you know, just like when we do something against the law, like when we go against the law. Bruise means to crush, to be crushed, to be contrite, to be broken, to be shattered. Inequity, iniquities is guilt or punishment. Healed means to heal, to cure, to cause to heal. It means a physician, it means to repair and thoroughly made whole. So you can plug these words into that script, into Isaiah 53 and say, but he was defiled, he was polluted, he was pierced, he was desecrated for our um, sins, for, for basically what we did wrong. He was crushed, he was shattered, he was broken for our guilt and our punishment. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, by the stripes on his back, we were cured, we were made we were healed, we were thoroughly made whole. And if you remember from previous, that whole meant sozo. It means total restoration, totally healed. See, this was the reason while Jesus came to earth and why he had to die for us. So that we could live healed, whole, prosperous, and free from bondage. Do you know bondage is actually a sickness? So we could live free from a sickness. So I just wanna wrap up. So in closing, this baby was born to die for you and me. He came so you would know the one true God, that he paved a way for you to have a personal relationship with God the Father. He came to set you free from pain, from sickness, so that you could live healed and whole. And I just wanna thank you for enabling me and to, to share my stories with you, to share my revelations with you. And I just wanna leave you with this one, these, two, these few words. Healing is for everyone. God bless you. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. 
Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.